your girl Adelo, so just in case you didn't know. So, what's good? It's the conductor of the train, your boy DJ SJ614, and we are the, the New, New York, York Dolls. Yes. It's been a minute, but we back. Ay. Hello, episode 128. Okay. All right. As y'all know, the objective of season four is to bring awareness to National Monthly Observances and highlight how they affect us. Today's observance is Black Pride. Okay. We'll dive deeper into our observance later, but in typical New York Dose fashion, we have to get through the brilliance, the spirituality, and the idiocy of our show first so our first segment that we're gonna hop right on into is who you who, who, who you because we got a guest <laughs> in the studio today all the way from mexico hey, okay. hey, hey. so miss nia Hello. welcome Hello. back <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about yourself yes so i'm nia fields <laughs> Um, I've had the pleasure of attending high school with Derek and Adelie. Yes, yes. T unit. Come on. I did get kicked out of the school, but that's a different episode. That's a different, different episode. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> Hating ass Miss Kinsa. Listen. Mm. I didn't know you got kicked out. I yeah. got expelled, girl. Yeah. I, I thought you. I thought you finished. <laughs> no, she got exiled. But I damn near, you know, because I was so tight with everybody mm-hmm. that it didn't feel like. Yeah, it was it like she fit. still went there. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've, I know these lovely people from high school, but I, outside of all that, um, I'm a mother. Yes. Um, I'm in digital marketing. I'm a digital marketing manager, so I'm yes. all things online marketing and e-commerce yeah i also have a ratchet side yes. um that Don't i lean into come on <laughs> and nia is also the one that was responsible for revamping our, our newsletter. newsletter that amazing yes. newsletter y'all been seeing that absolutely. the brains behind that absolutely so fuck out of here fuck you <laughs> <laughs> our newsletters so um, out here. <laughs> our newsletter should be pumping back out um soon also yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> and also, happy Juneteenth. Yes, yes, yes. Today is Juneteenth. We are yes. recording this on Juneteenth. That yes. is June 19th. For, We're about to turn up later. Okay, yes. It's going to be a night of festivities. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. And um, yeah, and it's also Pride Month. So that's where we get our Black double Pride. Double turn up. Double turn up. Periosa. Hello. So the first area of season four is the park. Prospect, Central, Bryant, whatever park you live near, that's the one that we at. And we are gathered here today like a couple of mature biddies to casually converse about the week we've had. The segment in this section is empire state of mind mind, mind this mind. is where we showcase our transparency during this segment we like to make sure we're good talk about what's lit in new york city confess something that dead ass blew our minds this week and shout some people out if they deserve it yeah so nia i'm gonna give you some time to collect <laughs> your thoughts about how your week has gone mm-hmm. and i don't know so can you tell us catch us up from the last episode what's the tea last episode how long ago was that like maybe a couple weeks i think like two weeks Two weeks, right? Uh, Let's see. Moving more. Mm. I think I mentioned last episode I did lose a couple little pounds. You know, losing that quarantine weight. Yeah, walking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's um, more nicer out. So I just feel like this. You know, I, li- I just love walking when it's hot because yes. I just feel like the sweat is just mm-hmm. making me know that I'm just working all this fat off. That's right. You know? <laughs> Burn her. Burn her. Burn her. Burn her. <laughs> but um, 
moving more, but also resting. Um, I follow the horoscopes and astrology, and it is still Mercury is still in a get Still retrograding, and I don't know about y'all, but I've been feeling like very like Mm. you know like not drains, but like loosey goosey. mm -hmm. You know, you just want to be in bed a little bit more. Mm. You know, like more that type of feel. But then it's been opposite too, because we've been breaking night like we're twenty one years old, like out and about. (laughs) We went to the pier. Oh my god, that was crazy! Uh, we went to the Nico. fucking pier. Which we pier? haven't been to the pier. The pier, like, like the, South tr- the pier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, no, not no, not South Street one. Um, uh, uh the one by Christopher Street. Okay, like, yes. like the yes. gay pier. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And was that on June first? I feel like that was the beginning of Pride. Maybe. Like it was like the pre. We were supposed to be there early. I guess it was the festivities coming, but we were recording and stuff, and we yeah. met up our friend there. It was like past twelve. Yeah, and we went there. We're, I, it was just funny because I haven't been there in so and, um, long. I haven't been there since high school. And um, we're just walking there, it's just like, who are we? Right, like, walking. We're twenty one. We're twenty one again. Yeah, yeah. It just felt like we were twenty one, and then we had like the cops were like kicking everyone out. But yeah. then we found a little corner, and you know we were playing music there. We were then we ended up in front of uh, Little Island. Little Island. Island. That was a vibe. We were like lit- literally chilling there, dancing. Yeah. My there was a whole speaker. I was legit like dancing. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they had a little rolling speaker. Like it was lit. Yeah, it, it was, was a situation. We're like looking up. We're like, oh shit, this is that new park? That yeah. little island park. It looks so cool. We have to go there. We do. Um, they have a stage and stuff there. Really, it's I've beautiful. only seen pictures. Yeah, they're gonna it's be beautiful. doing like theater performances, dances, and all that stuff. I hope they really do make Turn use up. of that fucking billion part uh property shit. Yeah, but um. But yeah, so that was cool. And what else happened this week? Oh, I went to Cause What Party, okay. which is... Did you know that you're listening to a show on CDN? CDN, or the Carbon Dioxide Network, is a multimedia nexus delivering content underneath the umbrellas of... Current events. Black and Afro-Latinx culture. Spirituality and motivation. New York City lifestyle. Storytelling. Movie reviews. Arts and entertainment. And more. If you have any digital content... Like a podcast, vlog, web, or photo series... That might need a home, look no further. Here at CDN, we encourage you to get get that that shit out. out. Exhibition that's been trending all over Instagram mm. calls the artist at Brooklyn Museum. Oh. Haven't been to Brooklyn Museum in since I was nannying when my little baby he used to take art class there, so we used to oh, go that's there. Cute. Um, so it, I love Brooklyn Museum. It's like you, one you of didn't my, go to um, First Sundays. I performed at one of them with uh, this artist named Nitty Scott, and it mm-hmm. was turned the fuck up. Like <laughs> I was like, oh shit, this shit is lit. Um, but yeah, I want to go like when I'm not performing mm-hmm. and just like dance and party. But I've not been there in a minute, have- and I live in Brooklyn. I live like 20 oh, minutes away. Oh, we have to turn up at Brooklyn we, Museum. Yeah, we, we do. Damn, it's, I love the space too. The space just is so nice. Um, so that was the with my friend Brodelin, who's back from LA. She's visiting. Yes, Shout everybody's in town. Hey, Brodelin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, my man's all your beat day festivities. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Uh, that happened this week too. Yep. Last week, going into this week, yep. um, 
It's Gemini season. That's DJ right. SJ Six One's full birthday. Y'all already knows. Uh, we celebrated that. That was fun. Um, we were supposed to go to Stoned, yeah. but they dead ass what happened. These niggas can't be. <laughs> that was weird. They, on your birthday. Yeah. So Stone Pizza was supposed to happen on my birthday. You know, you go, 14th, yeah. you get two and a half hours of anything off of the, of everything off of their menu. Mm. Everything is infused with THC, even mm. like the, the 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 juice and stuff like that. Everything has THC in it. Um, and we were gonna go to the Coney Island location. But they hit me up a week prior, and they were like, hey, we're super understaffed, so we are canceling all of our reservations for next week. I was like, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm they understaffed a we... week ahead? Yeah. I was like, okay, wow. I was like, this is very interesting. No, um, they've been getting a lot of traction, like, online, because it looks freaking dope. Like, they have, like, all these chairs, like, you know. In the yeah, I peeped. Of, of the of that so um i think a lot of people just booking they probably couldn't manage all the bookings mm-hmm. but i'm also hearing like in new york because i went to oh i also went to biggie's cafe mm. just a week of just exploring little um shout out to montini for putting me on yeah, great drinks in. but the service wasn't that great and i was trying not to be whatever but he was letting me know like that new york is with cost hospitality now now that things are opening back up like people still don't want to work like they want to stay like in yeah. unemployment or like it's just shortage of staff now yeah. and you know everybody is beasting to come out mm-hmm. that it's just like oh wait wait hold up hold up like so yeah. i get it now so just have patience y'all with the waitress and the service <laughs> and all that because you know it's you know people we officially opened up new york city yeah. has opened up so yeah be careful out there. Um, and I think that's just been the week. And mm-hmm. the hike. The hike was crazy. Yes. The um, hike. Sam's Point. We did the legendary Sam's Point hike again for my birthday. It was crazy again, but I've, it still never felt as bad as the first one. <laughs> like the first one, the first time I did it was my third time doing it. Mm-hmm. That was a out-of-body experience. experience. How very, long is the hike? Very mental. It, it was... The first time I did it with you, um, which was your second time. It took us like six hours. Six hours. This time, this it time, took 12. It took, it took 12, 12 hours. Double. Double. Yeah, it was. But it was. I'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was, a, it was a lot. But for me, like, um, I would say the first time it was super mental for me. The second time, since it was cut a little bit because of COVID. Right. Ice caves, I feel like it wasn't as challenging. It still was, but it wasn't as, and then the third time it was challenging, but I felt more like, I don't know, like, you know, when you just have like extra armor, like I just felt like I had an extra, and because I'm moving more, I just felt like my endurance was a little bit, um, not as bad as the first time. So it's crazy to see like- The growth. The growth, and I'm happy to see next year, hopefully like maybe beating time. Exactly, oh my God, Um, yes. Will be like the goal for me, even if I have to leave you. <laughs> I mean, you know, it gets to that point. Right. <laughs> um, wow, yeah, that's amazing. So, um, I'm interested to hear how did you feel about Carriage Road this time around? This time around, there was still moments that I was like, it's just never ending. <laughs> but being like, I was next to Matt and like okay. Andrew and like all of it, and we were just oh yeah, y'all were in that dancing yeah, crew. Yeah, no, Andrew Matt was really, there. Matt really was like, nah, we gotta keep, we gotta keep the spirits up. So he kind of really helped, and like I, we started doing this game, like we're li- throwing the stick. Roar, yeah, like Matt had like a stick, and I was like, oh, each of us we give the stick and we each dance to each. Yeah. <laughs> so that helped a lot, and towards the end. <laughs> Oh, you know, when the emergency, I'll leave that part right, for you. Right. But we were trying to beat that. <laughs> so I ran at the end because I was just 
trying to make it to the end. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mm, amazing. Uh, but Carriage Road is still, is still a yeah. mental Carriage Road mental really, hits some, it really hit some people hard. Um, uh, before I go, what about you, Nia? How has your week been? What's, what's going on? Man. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have whiplash. Oh, my God. Because I, you know, came in from Mexico this week. Yes, so it was just, and it's the first time I've been, I came briefly in February. Yeah. But that was just for like, business related and it was like a snowstorm yeah so i came in and i hibernated for a couple days and i went back wait jet lag no like whiplash what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) wait and yeah say originally where you're from too okay so i'm i'm originally from jersey city um shout out to the 201 go off off. um so whiplash in a sense and i mean it metaphorically in the sense that like it's a big swing coming from the tropics yeah. to the hood yeah, <laughs> in a matter of a couple of hours. hours. <laughs> and I've been in the tropics for months. So your body acclimated to that? Body, but more so the mental of like, mm. my guard's been down. So like the minute I step, because my mom um, is from Harlem, so she's been in Harlem, but she okay, just home. moved to Jersey City, mm-hmm. and she lives on Martin Luther King Drive. So mm. if you could imagine what a Martin Luther King Drive is like, right? So it yes. was like, oh, I forgot. It's a yo mossy, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> just motherfuckers being motherfuckers. Yeah. So I was like, oh shoot. So I had to like immediately like puff up my chest. I forgot. So whiplash in that sense of yeah. like. One morning, I'm palm trees, and then next minute, I'm like, Martin Luther King Drive. So it was like, I I got my vaccine this week, which was quite an experience. I don't discourage. I I wasn't sure. I just felt better this morning. Wow. And this is not to discourage anyone from getting their vaccine, because I think it's important if you think it's important, but... My body, it really... It took you. Listen, Oof. Camille can tell you, I had the chills so bad that oh the God. bed was rattling. Oh, no, not this possession. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Listen, the poltergeist... Right. Oh, my God. Like came oh. through. Um, I was I was shivering so bad that the next morning my teeth were sore. Wow, from, just from the like, chatter. Yeah, yeah. So in the <laughs> no, fever, so I'm like, why I'm trying to do it like <laughs> fever, like the whole thing. And oh so my, my face gosh. is a little puffy, and which just, I can't notice. Yeah, you you, you can't tell, yeah. but I can tell. Yeah. Um. So, but I'm, it feels so good to be home because this time of the year, New York is my favorite yes, time. Yes, absolutely. The minute I drove, because it's the first time I've been into the but city. In like a NYC summer. It's nothing like it. <laughs> oh, since you've been back, you've been in Jersey. I've been in Jersey. Mm. Gotcha. So when I came out the Holland Come and I on. hit Canal, I was like, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, we used to act up around Canal. Canal. <laughs> so I was like, I right, now nah, it feels good to be home. Um. So, yeah, like, there's no humidity, which I forgot, like, oh, I've been in thick, thick, thick humidity. So, like, I said this jokingly to a few people, but dead ass, when I came out the airport and I took my first breath, I literally mini choked because it was so, <laughs> the air was so thin. Hey, wow. It was, I was like, oh, my God. Wow. Um, but, yeah, no, that was my really? week. Really? Here just, in New York, the air thin? <laughs> it's so thin because it's as, like. As it, opposed to. Oh, to yeah. Yeah, it feels like Caribbean, zero yeah. humidity here. I'm sure there's some humidity, yeah. but right. it feels like zero percent. Where I was coming from, like, 90 percent humidity. Right. Jesus. To so the point where, like, we would wake up in the morning and our floors would be wet because it would be so humid. <gasps> Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love it. That's crazy. 
Oh, yeah, and the balcony doors. Oh, I would have like, the condensation on it. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. So, yeah, so it feels good to be home. My no. my, yes, my dad doesn't know I'm that. here. You're going to surprise him? Tomorrow's Father's Day. Oh, yeah. oh duh, of course. <laughs> so he has no clue. We have a whole thing planned. That's amazing. So that'll be fun. Oh, that's so special. I love that. <laughs> um. Uh, so for my week, I so well since last we uh, spoke with you all, um, I got my next um, oral surgery done. I got another extraction done. I got number seventeen um, extracted <laughs> my wisdom tooth. Yes. Let's talk about Not that. Did you come to Mexico? And that's where you want to get your dental work done. <gasps> what? I'm in. I'm in process as we speak. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk. Okay, lit. We'll Amazing. Talk. Um, yeah, because that yeah the last one like the the people in the new place that i found they're so nice they're all so nice but this tooth took so much to come out like first of all it took them 14 they had to inject me 14 times with the little numbing needle disturbing. because they couldn't get the correct spot to numb um, I would have smacked the shit out of my hand. So spot. it was just like jab, dab, dab, blah, 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 blah. and then so and then and then you know that was like a thirty minute like waiting game like after all of that and then to get it out like it, it kept coming out in pieces like she oh, couldn't get yes, the I, exact thing I, I, out. I was reading on it when you sent that disturbing picture. Yo, oh my god! Because sometimes it breaks. It, yeah, mm -hmm. it kept breaking. So like she was literally like, like, just like, just like. Taking my joy, you. yeah. They were yanking and pulling and 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 twisting and oh, drilling more no. and and she and was. You were just like, <laughs> I, I was just like, uh, uh, uh. she was like, she was like, you're gonna be sore tomorrow. And then at one point, like I, I threw my hands up because it was just a lot. And she was like, oopsie. Sometimes I forget there's people attached to these things. Like. Hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's not something you tell somebody. It was I would have crazy. It. it was crazy. So here like, I am. Please didn't know you were standing there. <laughs> so here I am, nine days later, and my and it everything still hurts. Like I'm in so much pain, and it's so still fucking hurts. ridiculous. I chew like I'm dumb. Like it's yeah. it's wild. Yeah, like it still hurts. Like well, even I can't tell. I know. Yeah, even when I take like the medication, like it doesn't even like really. Dull. And it, like when I take the medication, I still feel the stitches. Yeah. But when I'm off the medication, I still um I feel everything. Like I feel the gigantic hole is back there. My jaw hurts. Like uh, I'm starting to feel like shit in my ear. Mm. It's just a lot. And I'm like, when is this gonna subside? Like I'm done with this. So yeah, that's was that the last procedure? No, no, no. I've got two, so I'm getting an implant. Me too. Oh, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. We gotta talk because okay. I, if I tell you how much I'm paying in Mexico, you're gonna be I'm mad. gonna be tight. I'm gonna be tight. Okay. <laughs> you're gonna be tight. Okay. I'm in, I'm literally in process. Like yeah. in the extraction phase. Yeah. And and, and my dad is getting full implants wow. as we speak. So, so he just yeah, got all his same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's bone. talk. Cause I'm in the same phase because I they put they did a bone graft. Yeah. So they yeah, so I'm in I'm waiting. I'm in process you're, you're as in well. Process. Wow. But next time though, get the laughing gas. I don't know if that's an option underneath my insurance. Well, you probably have to pay out of pocket, Ooh. but it's worth it. Yeah. Like, I, they don't have laughing gas in Mexico, but here in the States, I only go if they have laughing gas. Wow. And trust me. It'd be a key. Listen. Like, <laughs> I always think listen. of that episode of Will Smith of Fresh Prince when him and um, Carlton got the laughing gas. <laughs> that shit was a key. I would rather, I'd be trying to tell them to put me to sleep. They'd be like, no, we don't do that. We can't. I'll be like, yeah, okay, that's what wow. I find crazy. No, they can, but that's the times talk. with it's that needle. Yeah, that's now the that. Worst, that's the part I hate the most. The needle? Yeah. Because it's mad long and it just it's be going just, all the way I in. I don't 
I'm not scared of needles, but just so the needle like in your gum is like yeah. Almost, like, it's like why yeah, it's we didn't like, figure something else like out yet. Else, but why in the gum? It's bad. I was just telling my mom because I got work done last week, mm. and it was it was rough. And I was like, this feels more intrusive than the gynecologist. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Like wow. I'd much rather spread yeah. open <laughs> than deal with this because it's too, your face and yeah. your it's mouth. Yeah. Uncomfortable. It's just the. And my my swelling just went down two days wow. ago because yeah I was swollen all the days all the days and it just went down. Um, oh, I'm happy that you got that done though. You yeah, me that. too. Um, so yeah, so we went on the hike. Uh, we spoke about the legendary hike already. Mm-hmm. This one ended a little bit differently for me. So brother came on this hike and it was a key. That's why it took 12 hours because I stayed behind with him to complete his journey. And it's so funny because it was one point when we were like, I think we were only maybe like three hours in and I pointed to this mountain in the distance and it was like right after the ice caves. Like you you can see the edge when like we're walking on the edge of the mountain. And I pointed over there and I was like, I was like, that's where we're headed. And he looked and he said, no, ma'am. He said, you're lying. He's like, I would never make it over there. And I said, okay. And then we got to that part and he was like, oh my God. Like he was having his moments. He was having his moments. 12 miles. We stayed, um, at one point we had to make a decision because we did keep stopping. Yeah. And we were racing the, the, the sun light. it was getting dark and yeah we were like wait hold up we're not trying to be here so it's like half the group was like all right we're they out ahead, yeah. and then me Derek, matt um andrew andrew Leroy, Leroy, and um maybe Masiel, your cousin yeah yeah and hassan and hassan stayed yeah we stayed, we stayed back further and back we, and we were trying to encourage nelson nelson was with brother Nelson was right next to brother the entire time, like guiding him through everything. Like I was, you know, also during the hike, I was. Brother, you love brother. Oh, absolutely! I was at one point. He was like, (laughs) "We're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting," because we don't see Derek and brother. We're like, "Okay, let's just wait," because Mm -hmm. you know we're at a point where it's like we have to wait. Yeah, because not we're gonna. It gets confusing. Yeah. And then we just see Derek come, (laughs) and he's like. Without brother, we're like, where's brother? And I was like, I loved him because this was my part of the story. <laughs> I was with him. I was with him about maybe like 20 minutes prior. And, you know, and he was being very nasty. He was like, he was like, I don't need you to wait for me, honey. I, I got this. I'm fine. Like that. And I, so I, I said, okay. And then I just left and well, I powered through. Oh, he showed his cunt. Huh? Right. Exactly. So then I popped out of nowhere and I saw all of them gathered on top of the rock and it was like, where's brother? And I was like, he's about 20 minutes behind me. And it was like, you left him. And I was like, fuck him. He was very rude. So then when he came, everybody started clapping and he was like, no, 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 I don't need that. I don't need all of that. And I said, y'all see, this is why I left him because he's nasty and rude. I love it. It was just- I, I was scared to look at brother I, I, I wanted to keep encouraging him but i was like let me just not look at him because he was just going through he it was going through he was going through but it. i felt him yeah yeah but he did it he fucking did it he at did the, it and he was at the end yeah though. well at the end so it got so late that the people that had got out first uh mainly tease and rj they were like they were contemplating whether or not they should send a park ranger up to go uh get us mm-hmm. and we were on we were at the last part carriage road which is just like a two 
mile trail of nothingness. Which feels like five miles. And it feels like forever. It's about like a good hour and a half walk. It mm-hmm. feels it's forever. Because um, there's nothing. There's no forest state. It's just gravel road mm-hmm. the entire way through. So like that really with fucks with your mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we were on that part. And that part, cars, can, you know, it's, it's carriage road. So like cars can get and can drive up that part. But any other part of that trail, nobody can get to you. Like, you have to make it through. So, the yeah, whatever. Um, so, uh, they sent the park ranger up. But we were literally, it was a five-minute drive from the end, a 30-minute walk. So, he nearly made it. But the park ranger came for us, and we jumped in the back of the little vehicle. And it looked like an ambulance came for him, the way that the light was, like, shining. <laughs> it, I so captured it on my story. This, it was mad funny. Yeah, this is the part where I started running because the park ranger had came up because we were – Cause he said he was going to no, come back around for y'all. Before, like, it was like before we were back there, Tease had called Matt and was like, should we send a park ranger? We were like, no. We were like, no, he should be fine. We were like, no, he can't. He was like, he can't fail. He can't. Because Matt was like, I'm not going to tell him right. that there's the option of that now because we're almost at the end. We were like, right there. We didn't want him to see. Like, come on, we right. were right there. So we were like, fuck it. We'll just keep going. But then it started getting really dark. Dark. Then the park ranger had came up, mad sus, and was like, get in the back. And we were like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Matt were like, we're good. But Matt was like, but our friend back there, you might want to get him. Yeah. And then, so he went and we were like, oh, shit, we have to start moving fast. We have to beat the car <laughs> before they come back. And so we and Matt start running. <laughs> and, and now your pride start kicking yeah. in. Because <laughs> the pride started coming in. We were like, no, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. They're not going to beat us with the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we started running. We made it like just in time. Yo, yeah, because RJ called me and he was like, hey, are you with uh, John? And, I, and I, he was behind me at this point. And I was like, he's behind me. And he was like, well, do you want us to send a thing? And I was like, mm. Not really and he was like what do you mean not really and i was like we're almost at the end like we'll be fine y'all right. i was like it's just gonna take him a while it'll take him like 30 more minutes but yeah so that was that yeah so y'all have flashlights like not no. at the end no. well the end i used my phone yeah you could use your thank phone thank god it wasn't when we were uh, uh about or the beginning of that road because that would have been scary so this is the thing <laughs> just really quickly so the first time we ever did the first time i ever did this hike was with melanie and skittles and we were completely unprepared none of us had did it before we didn't know how long the trail was at all just completely unprepared. Skittles like I ended still up can't like. Believe y'all did it like yeah, that. Skittles okay. ended up because at that time it took nine hours. Skittles ended up like hurting his foot. Blah blah blah. But it started getting dark when we were still ascending. Mm, like when we were still climbing scary. on top of the rocks is when it started getting dark. And Skittles was giving very much. I can't. I can't. Like that. And I and me and Melanie were like you need to get up because we got to get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. like because we, we were starting to panic because we realized that we were still climbing and he was like doubting himself and all this mm-hmm. shit. But yeah, so that was that. Um, so the next day I woke up to, I woke up in the afternoon to an email from, no, to a message from Jaleesa being like, check your email. And then I got these calls from all these people. And long story short, I got thrown into a show uh, yes. within Tar Theater. Well, no, 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 I'm lying. That wasn't the next day. The next day was the party that you all um, threw Did for me Julissa. at Jaleesa's house. So yeah, that was a thing. Party. It was a surprise. It, it wasn't really a surprise, but it was oh. a it was a party because Stone Pizza fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. Fucked up my Got night. It, so that was the plan B. Exactly. Yeah, Julissa yeah. was like, come to my house. I'm gonna throw. She do a Domino's yeah. pizza party for me, like da da da. Really super sweet. Um, and she also I also dropped acid that night. Wild time. Nice. Like it was insane. 
and she did a six hour spiritual reading for me um yeah so i didn't leave, i didn't get back home until eight o'clock in the morning and i was we were up the entire night just doing all this like bruja shit um but i say that to say that like the threshold that i crossed through during all of that was insane like insane can't even get into details but that was insane and then it was that next day like when i got home when i woke up in the afternoon that i just like started receiving all these like new blessings right like after crossing through the threshold and one of them was the um the the people calling me for the show because i had auditioned for the show two weeks prior but i didn't get the part but i had a dream that i did like after i didn't get the part i had a dream that like something happened and i ended up getting it anyway so i told this to jaleesa and then to have this happen she was like bitch like and i was like yeah i don't know my shit's been like crazy lately yeah so got the role literally that day they were like oh like it it was just crazy they were like oh we're gonna send you the script um and we're going to see if you can come. They were like, are you vaccinated? I was like, no. They were like, okay, we're going to see if we can get you into rehearsal tonight. So they sent me the script. At 4.30, they hit me up. And they were like, we need you in rehearsal at 5.30 on 52nd Street. And I was coming from Brownsville. So I literally, my, sorry, ooh, mind you, I'm still in bed just like soaking up the events of like right. last night. I literally rolled over, just threw on clothes, got on a train for the first time in like ever and yeah. made it to rehearsal. By the time I got to rehearsal, everybody was just so impressed because I already had the first three pages memorized. Okay. So I just like jumped into it. So that was the thing. And then the next day I came in fully off book and they had invited people. So it was a show night. It was supposed to be a dress rehearsal, but they invited people. So it was just like a show night. And then we kept it swinging. So Nah, how unprepared they are. They're not telling you it's not gonna be a show rehearsal the hour before. Everything has been (laughs) crazy. But you're seasoned. I'm seasoned. Exactly. Exactly. You know what you're doing. You ain't new to this. Come on now, talk about it. (laughs) So everyone's just been like very impressed with me, like singing my praises, like X Y Z, and they've been like, "Yo, like you're." They're like, "Not only did you jump into this, this is Julissa's play that's being put on by Intar Theater." Um, but she wrote it. She wrote the piece, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you didn't get the part? No, because it's not like she was casting it. Oh, like, there's an actual it? theater company that, like, paid her to produce this. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, we're getting paid and stuff like that also. Um, but so, I thought the writers had pull on, like, who they wanted. Not really. So she had pull in saying, like, this person should audition, but she didn't have pull in saying, like, this casted. person gets the part. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like it's more fulfilling because you earned it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So it, my week has just been a whirlwind of like jumping into that world but it's been amazing it's been so much fun i'm glad to like jump back into something like that and yes i'm acting again it's cool um oh yeah so it's it is uh, this episode will come out monday it is happening thursday next thursday and friday yes i'm going next week okay thursday or friday so if anybody wants to come out let us know on the west side on the west side on the west side yeah and the the tickets the ticket is five dollars Oh yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. Yes. Even if it was fifty-five, okay. You better go off. Oh, come on, support. Okay. Come on, support. <laughs> Shoot. But yeah, I'll give y'all the information for that. Let me know. Um, and then last but not least, um, I've also been going through my, and I won't get into this, but we'll we'll talk about this after. But spiritually, I see myself in Tulum. Logistically, girl, I don't have my passport, and the U.S. Ooh. post office is playing with me. Nah. 
So yeah, it's girl. My emotions have been correct. Because everything is already paid for. When did you submit? Because Tyler submitted his. I still have not even submitted because my appointment, the closest appointment was June 29th. So I'm not even in a process. But the um, I could I could try to do the emergency three day thing yeah. international, but you also need an appointment for that, and um they allow you to book that appointment twenty day twenty eight days out. Each day I try to do it, it says no appointments available. But I, you need an appointment. That's what they say. All right, let's talk. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk because I gotta. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, time is ticking. I know. So I've been like fake going through Like, it, I'm that down too. for an adrenaline rush, but not that I know. Kind of I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, y'all are playing. But I feel good. I, like, I really see and out. feel yeah. myself there some way, somehow. I don't know. But logistically, I'm in a little bit of a rut. But um, yeah, so that's that. So, yay. Okay. Um, now we are going to move over to the next uh, area. This is Grand Central Station. And you don't end up over here unless you've got business to take care of people are coming and going and so are the resources and information here is where we grab what we need before we hop on the shuttle to get what we want disclaimer things should be fact-checked and the segment over here is word on the street so yes, i already mentioned it in my before but new york city is officially open y'all yeah so what does this mean exactly so this means anyone is just out and about everyone's <laughs> no mask no, no mm-hmm. all those Everything is open. Like, um, we work. They need to get it together to see if we can do events. Okay, word. <laughs> um, but I'm still, still seeing, uh, you still have to wear your mask, like, on the train. So, please, people, I feel like people should still wear their mask on the train. I yeah. feel like that should be just. But you don't have to wear it outside. Yeah, you don't have to wear it outside. Oh, like, and what about in restaurants? Yeah, there's certain restaurants that are still, like, you know, where, like, if you're going to the bathroom and shit like that. But okay. I think it's officially open, and they said 70% of New York got vaccinated, mm. so that's why. What about, like, when we walk in here? Did you have your mask on when you walked in here? I did have it yeah, when me I walked too. in here. I came in raw. You came in raw? <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Okay. okay. They didn't say nothing to you because they be saying stuff. Yeah. Now. Well, it'd mostly be the Asian man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh... <laughs> I gotta try. I gotta. I'm gonna just try it one day when he's here. But I'm gonna just yeah, try it. New York is officially open. It just feels crazy. Like I think, cause I still been wearing my mask. I'm I'm not vaccinated. I still wear my mask. But like, I was like, you know, smoking my little J, walking to the train, and I didn't have it, and I was just like, wow. Well, go off. I love it. Look at how new New York City is. Look at how new, new, but not new. <laughs> Super quickly, like two, just like two. Two more of the blessings was I got two job offers also last week. I was going to jump on that, too. I did get an interview, and then you came with that. And I'm now I'm just like, oh, so now bitches got options. Come on. <laughs> Come on, options. <laughs> period. Um, um, so, but, but it was funny because with that, I saw, like, so the orientation is next week. And they were, like, you know, things to bring. They were, like, vaccination card. So I called, you know, my manager. And I was like, I got to be vaccinated for this shit? And then he was like, no, no, no. You don't have to like that. And I was like, oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, which I don't mind. I've just been waiting for something to force me to have right. to do it. Like, I'm Same. not against it at all. Yeah, I'm not. It's, it's like a weird feeling. It's like I'm not. Like, it's 
you know, do you Mm -hmm. and let me do me. But also, like, I'm like, again, I'm not fully against it, but it's also just like, do I really need it? Yeah. And like, and for me personally, like, I haven't been sick for the last two and a half years, not going to everything, uh, because that's a first for me. Um, And I have never had COVID. And I took my little antibodies test. I like I legit have never had it. So like my little temple has been clean, you know. So like I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to start fucking with it yet. Like I, you know, I'm gonna wait until when something forces me to do it. That just means that it'll be time. So yeah. Period. I support it. Thank you. I just been wilding back in Mexico, so I was like, <laughs> I need my vaccine. Out here wilding. I love it. I love it. Um, we're going to skip Times Square because for once we don't have anything for wow. it. So exciting. And we're going to dive over to the ball drop. The ball drop. Oh, no. The ball drop is in Times Square. I'm lying. Yeah, so let me do my little yeah, spiel. Yeah, do your spiel. This is the area with the pitter patter, chitter chatter, hustle, and the bust of the city with the muscle cubs. Can't nobody flex like us. us. And we jaywalking through these streets with zero fucks given, bumping into the tourists, seeing what's up in their hometowns, and strutting through Broadway for all things entertainment. But we don't have no entertainment real much. We don't. Besides, yeah, no. Not that I could think of. Yeah, I mean, neither. I know there's a bunch of stuff going on, but you know. We wasn't feeling that today. Yeah. So we're going to dive on over to the ball drop. That ball drop. What you got? This is where we have to keep hope alive during these times. So here at the New York Dose, every week is New Year's. What are you looking forward to? Any new resolutions or epiphanies this week or gems you wish to share? Nia, I'll let you think about if you have any gems to drop. Um, And for me... I would just like everybody to open up their psalms to the book of hip hop and turn to the passages <laughs> of the prophets DJ Webstar and Bianca Bonney in the story of chicken noodle soup because baby, right? Because baby, when she said let it rain and clear it out, <laughs> talking about all these friends that no longer exist Ooh. by the wayside, um, Ooh, baby. Wow. You know, I, I, I really just from time to time, especially like, you know, with the people that appeared on the hike, I really do just think about that. And with me crossing through my threshold, I really do just think about the energies that I asked. I asked the universe and God and everybody up there, you know, I said, uh, you know, just clear out the people that do not belong in this next mm. era, in this next, um, you know, like journey. That's always and, and part of my prayers to like take away anything that doesn't serve me. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, and and when and when it first happens, it feels like a storm. It does feel mm-hmm. like it's raining, but it does rain to clear out. So, um, I heard that song the other day, and I was like, wow, this is definitely a song. <laughs> Okay, let's get it. Let's get it. (laughs) That's you demanding your blessings. That's you demanding your blessings. Come on. All right. (laughs) Periosa. Now, whenever I listen to that, I'm going to be thinking mad deep and spiritual. For real. It's a message. It is. It really is. 119 and Lexington. Yes. Oh, my God. The times, the times. Um, Neil, what about you? You have anything in our ball drop for us? (sighs) I mean, you asked for this last week. So, like, this last week, every week has been a spiritual um, journey, mm. all positive. Mm-hmm. Love that. All positive. Love that. I just feel really blessed. Mm. Um, and, like, no balls dropping this week, but I just feel like all of 2020 
has been balls dropping. Okay. And I'm just blessed. I'm just going with the flow. I'm high on life. I love that. Yo. And um, I will say, I, I can't, there's something I can share with you. So yeah. I got a random, oh, look at Western Union. In honor of Juneteenth, celebrate your loved ones with 50% off fee. Come on. <laughs> yes. Um, so I got a random text message from somebody, mm. which I, anytime I get a message, whether it's a physical message or if someone stops me on the street, they could be a crazy person. I always you know stop and listen because yeah. I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know what they're trying to tell right. me. If they're crazy, I keep it moving, but yeah. I'm going to at least stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I get a text message, random as hell, um, that, oh shit, I should have had it at the ready. It's okay. It's all right. Um, but it really was interesting. Here we go. So she says, now mind you, I haven't, I haven't been here for seven months. And then I haven't been in an Uber prior to that. It was, it's been a while. Mm. But I get a text message that says, hello, Nia, how are you and your daughter? I hope all is well. We met in an Uber some time ago. Wow. With all things happening in the world, I put a list of 10 positive and encouraging scriptures that make me feel happy, and I would love to share them with you. I'm going to send you one every day for the next 10 days. Oh, that's so what? sweet. I don't know who the hell this person is, but yes. I know they know me because the intro Nia was and daughter, is. yeah. And she's been sending me, you know, messages every day. Oh. And, like, I don't know who this lady is. I would that ask is... for a picture, like, thank you so much. I'm so sorry of my memory. Can you send a picture of yourself? So a part of me likes I don't know who this is. Yeah. You like that? <laughs> like, it's a phantom person sending me messages. I'll take it. Yeah. So that's, that was interesting. And scriptures, too, on, and scriptures. on top of that. So I did reply and tell her I was like... I'm not Christian, but like I can read through the through it and and receive it, and yeah. everything she's been sending me is like spot on. Wow! So I'm like, I have an angel, so that's, that's why I don't want to know absolutely. who it is. Just yes. like be the angel. Well, yeah. These yeah, it, things that, like that. that's it's, really wild. It's I, like for people to just not believe and like, like yeah. I respect it, but it's just like you don't believe in no higher power. You have yeah, to. there's so much evidence. That is what what. <laughs> like I have goosebumps. Yeah, it was strange, but I encourage it. I'm here for it. There's this one. There's this um, one of my favorite movies is Sucker Punch, and there's this one line at the end of it that um, I never remember for verbatim, but it basically says something like, um, "Our angels like." It basically speaks to the fact that like our angels really want to communicate with us mm. and, and, and they say, you know, they'll even shout through demons if mm. they have to. So like even with you and the crazy people, right? Like mm. like those are very much so um messages from your angels sometimes. Like they will shout even through your worst enemies, you know, like they might say some shit that you needed to hear that nobody else would say to you. But wow. you know? So yeah, I, I love that. I'm I'm here for that. Um, we are gonna move on over to La Bodega, all right? Yeah. We're getting off the subway to walk now, all right? La Bodega is the fourth and final section of our my show. Little bagel cream cheese. Come on, yes, <laughs> my little. Um, I don't get my egg and cheese no more. I just get egg on a roll. <laughs> Cut the cheese out. Wait, are you? You don't eat meat. I'm. Yeah, I'm pescatarian. I've also been pescatarian for the last two and a half years. You know what? I do remember that now. Yeah. I do remember that now. That's Damn, no meat. I know. I know we take other meat, but you meat. Come on. <laughs> you know. Let's get it. Let's get so it. Let's get quick, it. Let's get it. <laughs> quick side story. So this had to be in high school. And yeah. I was with Matt, Tyler, and his mom, Tyler's mom. Mm -hmm. And we were driving through Soho. 
And I don't know how we got pulled over, but we had got pulled over. And Tyler's mom ended up telling the dude that pulled us over. I don't know how we got into it, but she was like, I don't eat meat. <laughs> and the guy gave her this crazy look. She was like, no, I suck dick. Oh, I don't eat meat, though. <laughs> Tyler's mom is She's she yes. be with the shit. I she love that. I <laughs> so love that. I never forgot that. In the in the small periods that I did stop it eating meat, I always tell people though, no, I don't eat meat. But I come on. Okay. Come on, look. Let's not get it twisted. Let's not get it twisted. Um, so we're gonna jump into the first segment over here, which is items of the week. These are basically our weekly obsessions. So Nia, I'll give you a moment to think about anything you may have been obsessing I don't over. Think about that. Come on, mm-hmm. um, Adelosa. What about you? This is so random, but so like. I be on YouTube sometimes, and I just the spiraling. I be spiraling, right? And I got into like Selena and Chris Lopez, like her husband, like mm. love story. And I was just getting flashbacks because you know I was a big Selena fan, still am. Um, but just like seeing like more of his side, and like mm-hmm. I was like, what is he up to? Like I got into that mm, hole, and I was yes. like, what is he up to now? And like, did he remarry and all that stuff? And I just was like crying. <laughs> I love Selena too. I didn't watch the Netflix show, but her life story yes, and all of like, that is just fan. so crazy. Like and like hearing like the like everything of how like the the killer and how she was just still saying like it was an accident. Mm-hmm. But I was like, girl, but you shot her when she turned around. Like mm-hmm. how it was an accident. Like oh. you know. And Do they show her killing scene in the Netflix or is it just? Her? I haven't seen the series. Oh, okay. Because I was hearing a lot of backlash. I hear it's getting better now, yep. but I heard the beginning the series. It's rough. Whatever, yeah, was not that great. Yeah, nobody's ever um, happy also these days. But just, like, with Chris Lopez and, like, how he was just saying, like, he was, like, like, you can just still see. I think his last name was Perez, no? Was it? Because her name is Selena Keith. Oh, Perez. <laughs> I thought it was Lopez. Okay, okay sorry, get my, my boo name right. My bad. Go on, go on. Perez yeah, Lopez. I may be wrong. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Selena and Chris. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, it's just so, and, and I was just, like, being, like, just the cancer in me because, you know, we like to watch things and make ourselves cry. Yeah. Um, and oh, just, God. like, I was just, like, reading the comments and people were just saying like oh he'll never love like that again and mm. I can re- yeah thinking like they were like 21 22 and I was like I could so relate like that first like true love like mm. it's just yep. never nothing like it um and then to have it like taken away from you like they were like about to hit their three years in marriage like two days before or something he had like got I, like got her ring to like upgrade her ring and he like gave the put the ring like in her coffin like when she passed away he was saying like how he couldn't like watch or hear anything for like a long t- a long time he was like now like he can yeah. and he had t- he had a girl and a son but he got di- he got married and then divorced mm. so now he's just like doing his music thing and like um, I think he's like supporting the series and stuff because mm-hmm. it's showing the series is showing more of their love. Right. I think so. I think he like has some input on yeah. that, which I think is cool. But I'm hearing like other sh- like little shady things. Like he didn't get no money from the movie, which mm. I thought that was a little weird. Mm. Like it's not about the money, and I'm sure he doesn't care. But mm-hmm. I wonder like with his family because he said they were really close. Like the family even after because he was like those are the only people that I knew. Right. Like we we share the same love for right. her. Right. So, exactly. And it's just, it was just crazy. I went down that rabbit hole and I was obsessed with that this week and just thinking about that. Mm. And Selena, like what she would have been now and like. 
Because Selena, I think people really forget, like, besides the music, she was a great performer. In person. In person. In person. And that's what he was saying, too. Like, in his interview, he was like, He's some, he was like, you guys don't know. Like, she was so humble. And so, like, she wanted to do everything with her fans. He was like, yes. and I feel like that's what happens. Because she was so accessible. He was like, he would tell her, like, I understand, but you can't be that accessible. And mm -hmm. he was like, because she was that loving, he mm. feels like this is why what happened to her. Because, you know, she the the so Yolanda was a fan. She was a fan. And I forgot that. I forgot that. I thought yeah, she, she ran the fan club. Yeah. It's always the fucking fans. But then she made, but <laughs> like, then you she need to made, calm the fuck down. <laughs> Okay. She was obsessive, and they did, like, this whole psychology breakdown of, like, because they were just saying, like, you know, why would she shoot her? And it was, like, she, they, this guy was break down, um, breaking down, like, a, uh, you know, somebody who's psychotic. Yeah. And down mm -hmm. is, like, no matter what, now she's forever going to be tied. Yeah, exactly. And that's even sicker. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That that's just what she wanted. Yep. So he was like, and the the psychologist said like one of them were gonna die that day. Like people were saying like, do you think she was gonna do suicide? He was like, yeah, like because he was like, why would she come with a loaded gun, like to meet up with her? You know, he was like either both of them she was thinking of, or like either her or Selena. And I think she he this she did Selena, and then she was gonna because remember she wanted to do her too, mm -hmm. but she yeah. couldn't. It says it like in the recording too. Like she was like, I can't pull the trigger, all this stuff. And she was like, I killed my best friend, all this stuff. And I was just like, yo, this still gets me tight. And she's about to be due for parole in 2025, actually. Oh, wow. People are just saying like she should not come out and all that stuff, which I don't think so either. Because Crazy. she knew what she was doing, she knew yeah. what she did, and she has to pay. You have to pay <laughs> for the rest of your life. Yeah, and that was premeditated. You yes. came to the hotel yeah. with a gun. Right. Yeah, very. So crazy. I got into that whole but on a brighter note, um, season two, the trailer of Never Have I Ever with Mindy, what's her last name? Kaling, Stalling, yes. something. She created that show about her life, like when she was younger, and it's hilarious. You guys have to see the first episode. Oh, the that's the season. Oh, I think I, I think I did see the first episode. It came out around the same time as that. Um, this other show, I can't remember, but yeah, go ahead. But it's basically about her teenage life, and it's hilarious, but it's a little emotional. There's some emotional parts, but it's mostly funny. And the act, like, the casting is great. Like, the girl who plays her is so good, actually mm. really good actress, I think. And season two, because I've been waiting, because I haven't been following shows, and, like, besides The Shy, like, The Shy, I love The Shy, too. Ooh, season Still four came out. Season four, and Never Have Ever, those are the only two shows that I'm like, I that give me that feeling like mm. I, I'm waiting. You know, I haven't found any other show yet that makes me want to wait or like that, you know, yeah. feeling. So I'm excited for season two. It comes out July 15th. Oh, cute. I'll be absorbing yeah. shows all the time. I know. Y'all be getting into it. Um, getting into it. But I think it's because you're an actor, too. Like, yeah. It's just. Well, on that note, um, I finally saw the Wonder Woman movie, Wonder Woman 1985. I finally saw it, I think, maybe like two weeks ago. And that, I saw it on HBO Max. HBO Max has been killing it. So I saw it on HBO Max, and that prompted me to start watching the actual... So at the end of that movie, there's a cameo from the original Wonder Woman who used Linda to... Carter. There we go, period. So I started watching her TV series from 1975, um, and it's been really fun. I mean, of course, it's like very cheesy and like stuff like that, but it, it, I've just been having so much fun just like watching that 
era of television and like what they did and things like that and stuff. So that was really cool. I also started watching this show called Sweet Tooth on Netflix, which Sweet Tooth is this oh, show. Um, <laughs> that was a show. I'm looking at the itinerary. I thought that was like you saying that you can you have a t- uh, sweet no, tooth no, this no. week. <laughs> no, there's a show called Sweet Tooth, and long story short, it's basically about this virus. It's kind of like the pandemic. It's this virus that breaks out all over the world, but at the same time, as and it's killing people. But at the same time as this virus breaks out, there's these new um, hybrid of children being born, and they're they're both uh, human and animal. So it's like uh, uh, you know babies with like pig noses. Oh, is that what I see on Netflix? Like the preview, like that little yeah. furry little exactly. human. Yeah, <laughs> oh, a furry little human. Yeah. So like that's happening at the same time, but in the whole world hates them because they think that the hybrids brought the virus because it happened at the same time. So, like, now that these kids, when they grow up, they're very, like, ostracized and people are trying to kill them. And um, it's almost like this, like, post-apocalyptic world because, like, a lot of people have died. Um, But there's these new, like, species of people. So that's been, like, a very, like, sweet story to, like, watch and follow. That has been very interesting. Sailor Moon Eternal has also <laughs> showed um, on Netflix, which I, you know, I love my Sailor Moon. That's and Camille's show. That's Camille, love, yeah. You do love Sailor Moon. I love Sailor Moon, so I watched that. That was very fun to watch. Um, and then, also, lastly, BET uh, premiered The Encore, which is this show about. Um, so they took nine different women from all these different groups in the 90s and the early 2000s. So oh, Keely from... Keely from already, yeah, wait, it yep. already came out? Yeah, the first still, episode came out. you have BET Plus for that, right? I, I want to see that. Yes. Okay. I don't have BET Plus, but they do have like an abbreviated version of it on YouTube. Like okay. somebody like I'll recorded it. I'll do a 30-day trial for that. I, me too, me too, <laughs> me too, absolutely. I actually did a 30-day trial for BET Plus like a month ago to watch the TLC movie. Oh, oh the one that came out years ago? Yeah. It's good, isn't yeah. it? They they kill kill it? They, they kill it. Kill it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Little Mama. No, uh, yes. They all they their all flowers. Per- they killed it. That movie was really good, really that good. Was, yeah, but, but I might yeah, have to so, do it again the New York yes. Ghost emo Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keely's in it. Um, Aubrey O'Day from Danny D. Kane is in it. Um, the Cherish sisters or the Cherish twins are in it. Um, some girls from 702 are in 702. it. 702. One of, one of the girls from Black is in it. Like they literally have everybody from the 90s and the early 2000s. And there's nine of them. And baby, when I tell you the drama is already hot in episode one. Is Farrah, isn't it's, the Destiny's Child girl with Farrah in it too? Oh, maybe, maybe that's who I didn't know who it was. I don't, I don't know. I don't, maybe. I don't think so. Okay, because if, okay, proceed. If she, because there's a couple of them that I don't really recognize because they did get a little bit older and, you know, whatever. But um, there, there's some legendary girls on that show and they are already beefing and um, Aubrey and Keely are already, like, dividing the houses. There's some people can sing some people kind of can't no more some people can really dance some people kind of cannot so like there is nine it's nine in total it's just nine of them and they're creating a group within themselves they are creating a super girl group with themselves Oh, I thought they were getting. No, no, no. It's them. It's them. So, yeah, yes. So that's why it's crazy because you know they're older and blah blah blah. 
So it's like the land of the misfits. I thought they were going yes. to create songs and then. Get no, no, no. The it's girls. them. It's them yeah. trying to come back. And the Cherish sisters, the Cherish twins are so shady. They're like, they like. At one point, they were like, "Look at!" They were like, "Girl, we are in the house with geriatrics. Like, they are so shady." And they and they were like old people. They were like, "Cause because some of the other girls are older." And when Keely Keely was like, "I'm not here to be in a group. I'm just here to advise y'all." The Trevor sisters was like, "And who the f- are you?" They were like, "Yo, like they are going off. Like it is. It's like bad girls club." So, who would you consider of all the groups? Who is? The not based on what you've seen on the show, yeah. but just like excluded. Who is the most iconic? Now, based off who you told, just of everyone that you mentioned, and I, I think Farrah is on that show. Okay, because I think I saw a clip of Keely and Farrah going at it. Farrah was the random girl who was in Destiny's Child <laughs> for yes. like six months yes, yes. in between. Um, Michelle Latavia and, and Latavia, Latavia, and Latavia and Michelle. Yeah, and it was Michelle. Beyonce, Kelly, and Farrah, and then they dropped Farrah, Farrah. and it became the three of them. So this okay. is like right before the album with um, Independent Women yeah. and Survivor. But if I had to think, I feel like 702, I mean, Danity Kane. Danity Kane. But, but, but they, 702 was so iconic, though. Yeah. I, okay, it's hard because you have like you have like your icons and then you have your legends. So it's you like you said the Total Girls was on there too, right? Total? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay, no, no, no. All right, so seven hundred two in black. In black. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And, and there's a couple of other ones too. I just can't remember. Black was on Bring It On. Don't. Yes, say what? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, but like in all right, in terms of I would say in terms of icon, I would kind of give it to Keely. Just from my era, Ooh. because like three, come on, three LW, like, yeah. and then to to supersede that and carry yourself into the early two thousands and make it into Cheetah Girls, which was like you got okay. a whole new fan base from okay. that too. So she kind of did in terms of girl groups, Keely kind of did extend herself out, right? Okay. Um. So I would say that in, t- in terms of icon, in terms of legends, like legendary. I would, I, honestly, I can't even give it to Farrah because, like you said, she was there for six months. But maybe somebody like, um, like seven oh two. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that, like, that's like, there would be no three W or Danny Kane mm-hmm. without. You know what I mean? So right. like, it's weird. But I think that's also why all them egos is flaring in mm-hmm. that house because they getting crazy. Yeah, because everybody had their moment. Exactly. Like, Danny Kane nah, had, had a moment. Later. Yeah. Three W had a moment. moment. Yeah. Like. And that's what they said too. Like there, there was somebody that was trying to like get their shit together. They was like, we have all done things like by ourselves, like blah blah blah. She was like, we just need to come together and make it right. hot, like da da da. But because I was thinking that too, I was like, oh, that's so dope. Like all these minds, like be- like beautiful singers, and I'm yeah. sure writers too. Like they're gonna create like a dope ass group. But, but that just goes to show you, it's never yeah. easy with personalities. Yes, you know, it isn't. It isn't. That's why I don't do group trips. Go. On. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna yeah, chill with y'all when y'all come, right, but I'm just right. saying in general. I in love general, group trips. I, I like no more than four. No more than I four love. Five. I'm bad. No I'm like I want five because I too like. Much. I grew up on that reality TV show, so I love getting. You want to be in the real world? Yes, yes. I love it really twelve people. On the group. It really Let's depends get on crazy. The group, I like when people don't like each other. Chips. Yeah, but then there's always. Half or yeah, or I like always. that. I like when it's when some people don't like each other and it get mixy and it's like. Let me tell you, you I am, I am. <laughs> Let me tell you, my sister came down to Mexico. This was the first time we did a trip together. She was there for two days. 
I had to leave her stranded in Tulum and speak to her since. Stop. Stop. Since Christmas Day. I need, I need Am I lying? <laughs> so I'm just like, nah. Like, that let me know. I was like, I'll try it this time. Right. I know I don't do this. I'm going to try it this time. And I get. But that's just you and your sister. It was me, my sister, my niece, my nephew, and my daughter. And oh. so even that, it was just. It was too much you, when you got you. two headstrong women. So I can't do five headstrong women. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so that re-reminded me, like, nope, this is why I do Damn. solo trips. Yeah. I've been to many places yeah, you be killing alone it on your own. by myself. I can't. Because who am I getting mad at but me? <laughs> or if I want to sleep in. Who <laughs> she said me? <laughs> even when I don't go with you. <laughs> like, even when I don't go with you, I, I yeah. like to, if I want to sleep until 12 on my trip, I want to sleep in. Like, if I want to go to this museum, I want to go. If I want to drop $1,000 on this excursion, I don't want to have to be counting other people's money to go decide off. what I want to do. Go off. So it's like, I can only be mad at me, and I'm okay with that. I love that. I feel that. To each their I own. I feel that. I need, nah, I need. It really will, depends on the people for me. I will get I'm into with. some things. Um, I love it. Nia, what about you? What are you obsessing over? <sighs> so, shout out to Tyler real quick. because yes. Switch. That, that, Listen, that come on. Shout out to Tyler because he did a old, whole episode on his show for me about this particular topic because it's something I'm really strong, feel strongly about. Mm. I know it's not everybody's favorite, um, but I'm a huge, huge Kardashian fan. Ooh, okay. And really? this was the last. Yeah. This is like the finale of the whole yes. like everything. Yeah. And let me tell you, like I'm low key going through it a little bit. Oh. I'm low key going through it. <laughs> We all have our things. I did thing. not expect that. We I know. We all have our things. I know. What are you going through it about? <laughs> Listen, like, I've been I've been watching since season one, episode one. I have, it's been I, 20 years, right? It's been 20 seasons. Uh, and so we talking, like, 15 years. Okay. And so, like, I grew up with these bitches. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, for the show to not be on, and I, and I had to come to realization that they really were a big part of my lives in the yeah. sense that, like, I have sisters, but they're much older, mm -hmm. so I didn't have that, like, house full of siblings. So any show where there's a house full of siblings, whether it's the Braxtons or the Kardashians, like, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. But particularly the Kardashians, because when they started, they were, like, working at the store. Like, like um, their mom's little boutique in Calabasas, yeah, and we really got to watch them grow and hustle at the same time when I was growing and hustling. So it was, like... It just felt like it was in line with what I was doing yeah. and watching their growth and just seeing how they've become what they've become. Plastic surgery aside and right. like drama aside. And I know people feel like they have cultural appropriation. Yeah. Like, and like in my mind, I've been able to justify all of it. Yeah, so like yeah, if yeah. you talk to me, I'll be like, nope, right. nope, you know, but, but yes. like I really <laughs> ride for them. So this being the last episode last season and that show has got me through some dark times, like times when I've been depressed. I put that show on and I just feel better. Wow. I just felt better. So to know I don't have that as an outlet anymore. No. And I know it sounds crazy. It's, no, but it's, like, it's, it's real no, though. Back it's in real. The day, no, the beginning seasons I love because I, I love Courtney and Chloe's dynamic of like how they were so playful and like yeah. didn't give a shit. And like, you know, when the cameras were on, they were like truly themselves. Like yep. I love them. But then I feel like. Some seasons when, you know, I feel like when Chloe was getting all that plexus surgery, mm -hmm. like, I just, I don't know, I just felt like she was the only one that wasn't getting surgeries back in the day, and, like... And then overnight. Silly, too, and, like, 
when she started doing all that, it, she just lost me. Like, I got lost, and, yep. and I just didn't stick with it. Uh, but the beginning seasons were pretty funny. Like, there were great. some was, moments. There were some moments. And I loved Rob. Great. Young Rob. Young Rob was everything. When I was, was looking at Adrian. Adrian. And they got the tattoos. Yes. The tattoos. I loved their relationship. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> I love a good love story. he had to mess it up. He had to mess it up. But shout out to Black China because, and sh- yeah, like she came still- and infiltrated yes. that whole shit. And what make her, what makes her, and why she deserves a shout out is because, mm-hmm. um, Kim, Courtney, and Chloe's kids, their kids are have the last name of the dads. So like West and whomever. Right. Her kid is a Kardashian. Because oh. she had the baby with Rob. Yeah. So it's like. Oh. She's a, and you know, they're still in court case. Cause they're still. She still feels, Black China still feels to this day, because her and Rob had a show, but it got canceled abruptly. And she feels it was because of the family mm. and like the drama that was happening that they made the show get mm-hmm. canceled. So she's still, she's not letting go of that. She ain't letting go. And it's been years. Like it's been That's years. That's right, she girl. Was, you better ride your case out. She has like proof and shit. Like the reason why her show was canceled was because of um, the momager. What was her name? Chris. Chris. Chris and all of them saying all these things, saying that she had like beat up Rob and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And you know, so Damn. I was like, you know, you better go get that. Listen, get your coin. I appreciate because they do have a lot of pull in media. Like yeah. besides everything, whatever you guys may say, like they they have pull in media. Yeah. So they were trying to like get her. So I I appreciate her like still like fighting for what's hers. Hello. And you know, letting it known like don't. Nope. <laughs> Not wow. me. But if I were, but if I have to choose, I'm team I'm team Chris and and the Kardashians. <laughs> like when it comes to against Black China. But in general, like, nah, Black China is like the one who I think won out of all of this. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, because they try to play her. Like, they really did try to play her. But let's not forget, she came in and swooped when Rob was his most vulnerable. Mm. Well, she did. And she came did, in and was like, let me get this baby. <laughs> Cause he was fat, he was going through shit, and no one, you know, was checking for him. And his their little sister came and swooped her baby daddy. She came in and swooped. Her, so she was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, watch this." Oh wow! And then she she came and she um redid his kitchen, put yes. some nutritious stuff. She was like, "Let me help you lose weight." Now he out and about, smiling. It looks like black, I watched her show on Zeus, mm-hmm. and I actually liked it, even though she was a little her mom like, is out of crazy. Pocket, some moments. <laughs> But you can tell, like, you know, like with anybody, like, there's some human form in yes. her. And you can tell she's very, like, her kids are very, they look very well, like, mm-hmm. behave from what you see on the show and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, she looks like she's, like, a good person. Like, when she was chilling with Kim, they were best friends. They were best friends. And, like, they looked like they were, like, she was cool. But I think, like, you know, certain things in her life made her just even more colder. And, like, I do think that she was taking, like, some drugs or something. But, mm. but yeah. Yeah. The Kardashians. Wow. Did, so how did you feel with the, did you see the reunion with I um, saw the reunion Andy last Cohen? night. Um, And, like, so one, one thing that I was talking about in Tyler's episode, because... We we recorded this before I knew the reunion was happening. Mm. So this was the right when the last episode of the actual series was coming up. And I was like, I'm disappointed because I feel like they should go out with a bang. I'm like, why aren't they having a sit down talk like with Oprah? Like, and I'm dead ass. When I said Oprah, like Not I really Oprah. meant Oprah. <laughs> I'm like Oprah or like a David Letterman, like someone upper echelon yeah. needs to come in and interview them because I think what the arc should be 
was like, oh, no, we're not famous for being famous. Mm. Like, look at all the things we have accomplished over the 15 years that yeah. can't nobody else do. Yeah. And so I wanted them to go out on a super positive note, and it didn't seem like that was happening. But then I saw the reunion commercial, and I wasn't happy about Andy Cohen being the host. Mm. I felt like he but was a little the, too... He's the E-man. He's the Bravo man. Oh, he's Bravo, He's the Bravo e. man. Okay. And right. I, I felt like... So when it comes to reality shows, I think like Housewives in that unit of reality shows, they're the supreme. Mm -hmm. But I still feel like that supreme is a step below the Kardashian supreme. Yeah, for yes. sure. Yes. So when I felt like to, Andy yeah. Cohen, I felt like he's great for the Bravo reunion. Right, but right. I felt like they deserved someone of stature outside of the reality show world to give them that final credit to be like, nah, these are some I real felt, bitches. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, because you have more of an attachment, but I feel like he was the perfect. Yeah, it makes person. sense. Well, yeah, like, it made sense for, for them, but I can see what you're saying. Like, you wanted them to go overall, out leveling up. Yeah. Yes, go out leveling up. Not matching what they, yeah, my feeling. Exactly. So Oprah Letterman, I'll take Gail. You know, I think Gail would have been cute. If Larry King was alive, I would take Larry. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, Michael Strahan, like, okay. not him personality-wise, but yeah. where he is where now in his elite um, journalism stature. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what they deserve. Yeah. But they'll be all right. Which, side note, damn, I just feel sorry for Kiki because Kiki was riding that wave, too. She was about to be, right, because she was on that, that show with um him. Kiki and um, Sarah Haynes. Sarah yeah, Haynes, yeah. yeah. She was really doing her morning show shit. And she was there just as a feeling when Sarah was pregnant. Kiki yeah. And, and when Sarah came her. back, they were like, oh, yeah. oh, nah, we need to keep Kiki. But um what happened was corona happened. corona yeah i know so they dropped in like the daily yep. corona updates during their slot yep uh, anyway um <laughs> amazing all right let's move to the last segment of today's show this is on the counter the main topic on display for today season four specifically focuses on highlighting national monthly observances and this week's observance is black Pride. So once again, today is Juneteenth, and we are also in Pride Yay. Month. So um, I just have three little questions that I want to ask y'all, um, and this can take us as far as it needs to. But um, first, I want to ask you, uh, what does Black Pride mean to you? Um, I'll start with you, Nia. Mm. So I'm always, not going back and forth, but I'm always asking myself that same question. Mm. Where I'm at right now is that I think, for one, we try to project our black pride on other people. Mm. You have some people that are black pride in a sense of, like, their American black pride. Yeah. You have people that have your African diaspora black mm -hmm. pride. Um, I'm very much in my American black pride mindset right now where... For so long, I had this interest where I'm like, I have to be in touch with my African roots. I went into the DNA test and everything. And then once I found out where I was from, I then felt like, so what I'm supposed to do just like fly over there and start doing what they do? Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So then it felt like, <laughs> so then I had to come to terms to say like, there's a difference between having, no, um, having a connection with the motherland. Yeah. And, like, I think there's a case to be made of are we appropriating culture just because that's where my ancestors are from? Like, when, right. it, when it comes down to it, I'm a black American. My family has been here for many generations from the South, like your typical black American story. And so I find pride in that. I find pride in 
where we've come as a country, I know a lot of folks feel like America has a long way to go and it does, mm -hmm. but our country is only like less than 250 years old. We're one of the youngest countries. And for us, and on the, it's Juneteenth, so what a perfect time to talk about it. Like slavery was abolished a little over 100 years ago. And in that time, we've been able to elect a black president. Like, I think we don't give ourselves enough, enough credit, credit for that because that doesn't happen in other countries. So I feel really prideful. I feel prideful that black American culture is international culture, mm. how we dress, what we do, even more so that it's New York. Right. Like, when we think about hip-hop, we think about dance, we think about swag. Um, that's New York, that's Bronx, right? So, like, when I think about my black pride, it's that. Mm. I'm, I'm leaning and accepting that I'm okay with not being necessarily attached to Africa. Yeah. Um, and now that I've been in Mexico, and, and, and I spend more time with black people there than I do here. Wow. Which was not what I was expecting. And so, I'm in this re acclamation of like oh no nah, i do need to be chilling with black folks not that i wasn't on purpose before right. but you know our friends group we're very diverse we're so, diverse, yeah. so i could spend a whole year with just puerto ricans and yes. be like damn i forgot so, i got like i got black friends too right. or i could be chilling with my black friends they'd be like nah i gotta go i gotta go uptown and yes. like you know chill with my boricua i was just about to say chill with the boricua exactly yeah. so no i'm feeling very very much prideful and then having a child where you have to instill pride in them. So I'm always trying to figure out what angle. Mm. Because on one hand, I don't want her to have any um, prejudice against other races and right. classes of people. Um, but on the other hand, I want her to have a real understanding of where we're at and what we're doing and how we're positioned in this world. So like, it's still in progress. Yeah, but a course. part of me living this international life is me trying to figure that out. Mm. Wow, yes. that amazing. Thank you, thank you. Um, Adeloso, what about you? What does yes, Black Pride mean to that. you? I felt that Black Pride, because for me, um, I feel like I consider myself an Afro-Latina, Dominican, American. Uh, I feel weird saying American. I always did since I was younger. Because mm -hmm. I've been very in touch with the, with. Your our motherland, mo our motherland, which, which is, DR, but Africa, too, you know, uh -huh. like mm -hmm. it's just, and I'm still figuring that out more and more. Um, I do want to do one of those DNA, um, just to know exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Black Pride for me is just like uh, Nia was saying a little bit, like is in my in the food, mm -hmm. like I feel like in the food that I like, I live in Washington Heights, though, right? So it's just like. If I want to go get a tres golpe, like, that's my mm -hmm. way of reminding, like, this is the food that we eat. You know, like, mm -hmm. I feel like it's all around me. So I f I'm very thankful for that, that I could go down the block and it'll look like a little street of mm -hmm. DR, you know, like, because it's just like fruit stands and all that stuff. So I feel like in the food and music, that's the most where I celebrate mm. black pride. Like, for me, like, the way my hips move, the way mm -hmm. I listen to certain beats of the drums, like, what I'm very big on drums and I feel like drums is very, it's like Africa. Like, I feel like mm. I have to do the fact check fact check on where drums came from but I feel like it's very tribal African and the way that I feel when I listen to drums that's how I know like mm, yes. this shit is in me like you know like um so for me uh black pride I feel like I just went all over the place but it's just like you know I, I feel it I show it or mm -hmm. show it to myself when I'm eating 
or when I'm dancing or listening to certain um, types of music, which is mostly hip hop, R and B, and uh, house, Afro house, mm-hmm. and like um, bachata. Salsa. Did you ever feel like you were having like um, uh, uh, not an identity crisis, but trying to figure out like as a Dominican woman in the U.S. Right. And like a lot of my experiences with my Dominican friends against. Um, compared to my Puerto Rican friends, is that they've been a little bit longer to the game of feeling African. Right. And yes. even though I feel like, you know, you go to you, you go to DR, there's, there's people darker than me yes. more than anything. So, like, did you ever feel like you had to get where you're at or you always feel like you were there? It's weird because it's like, like, my hair is super curly, right? So most of my Dominican friends, they're like the super Dominicans straight. where it's like straight hair. Or if they did have curly hair, they were always straight. They would blow it, that I, shit out of it. I had a little phase like that in college, but I was always going back and forth. You know, like, it was, I liked my hair straight because it was longer right. for mm-hmm. me. Like, and I, and I just felt older. It wasn't because I want it straight because I want my hair to look like the other Dominican girls that were from Santiago, mm-hmm. which is like a more north top of DR where the blonde hair, like, it was never about that which i'm very happy my mom but my mom not to put her on blast and my grandma like you know like they used to say you're not black and Mm -hmm. i'm like i never was like i'm black i always said i'm dominican you know but i was never like i was never afraid to let my hair out or like to do like you know like and um and like try to hide that i was a darker dominican with curly afro like hair where dominicans used to be like like, my mm-hmm. grandma used to want to burn my hair off. Mm-hmm. Like, she used to say playing around. But, you know, it used to be like, where you, like I'm like eight. Like, yeah. why are you telling me yeah. that? And to their defense, uh, <laughs> to their defense, because I dealt with it mm-hmm. in a way, too, where, like, stay out the sun. You know, yeah. like, that whole thing. You know what I mean? And so, I think they... It was a survival thing for them. Yeah, yes, it was a, absolutely. It was definitely survival. It was. I mostly got like hair from my grandma and like marrying a white person. Like mm. they would not like a lighter person, so so you won't dañala raza, which is like so you won't mess up the race. Mm. So don't bring it in darker, make it lighter. You know, mm. and that they used to say stuff like that. Not as often, but like I would hear it here and there. But um, yeah, so I never really felt like. I would feel left out sometimes, like, when I would go out with, like, my Dominican friends and we would just, like, we'll go to, like, Perico Ripiao parties, which is, like, a very cultural, like, a band that's playing, right? right. And you're dancing <clears throat> merengue. Um, and, like, you'll see the type of guys, like, usually you're, the guys ask the girls to dance, right? Because um, the guys are le- usually leading you. Um, and I would see that I would always be the last one to get taken out to wow. dance if it was like somebody outside of our friend group. Like, because of course, if you're with your friends, they're gonna ask you out of to course. dance. But let's say like there's a random. Like I was started noticing that, and it was be- like I'm not saying I wasn't ugly or nothing, but it was mm-hmm. I felt it was because of my hair. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I really felt that, and like I would feel it, and that was the only times I. But I never was like ashamed. I would still go out with my hair out, exactly. That's right. and I'm gonna still get my dancing whether That's it's right. from you. or my friend like all by myself you know like so uh it was never like an identity it was weird for me to be like when i feel like it was like a couple years when um it was like so do i say that like is it okay for me to say that i'm black right you know like that's still weird for me i i still identify myself as a dominican Mm -hmm. you know afro-latina but i do consider myself a black woman Mm -hmm. um but yeah, it's still weird, like, with, um, exactly, because I feel like, for me, growing up, black was African-American. Right. 
that's how I was like around in school, like or when when you meet someone like, oh, no, I'm just black, you know, right. like right. Just, I'm you just know, black. like right. my friends that I will meet, whatever, and I'm like, oh, I'm Dominican, you know, like. But I'm I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like. With black American people compared to blacks that come from the Caribbean and come from Africa is that us that are American, we have a sense of displacement because even though we're all black, Mm -hmm. you still got a flag that you like, oh, you got a parade. You got a whole situation like all my friends have always been Caribbean, Mm -hmm. all of them, whether it was black Caribbean or Latina Caribbean. And I remember feeling like, oh, wait a minute. like We don't got no flag. I ain't got that. I don't have a second language to right. fall back on. Right. Um, like I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm dead ass American, and my dad always dated West Indian girls, and then that's when I started realizing, like, oh no, we are kind of different. Mm-hmm. We, you have a second culture to fall back on. Right. My culture, as the American culture, is the default culture, so it's like there's no, there's no cult switching in the sense that like you can go home and speak in your Jamaican accent or your Dominican accent right. with your family, like. It's either I'm talking like this or I might have a little bit more pep if I'm in the office. You know, right. I might articulate my words a mm-hmm. little bit better, but that's right. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think um, there's still like that thing, too, where sometimes some black Americans feel like Dominican and Puerto Ricans are not black, you know. Too. So right. I think it's just still I do believe um, there is a difference of European, like Latino and mm-hmm. African. Like there is that big difference. So I, it is a little weird now seeing like white Latina girls saying they're Afro Latina. So strange because it's so trendy and so like you know all this stuff now. So I think there needs to be more clear distinction on that. And I think we still kind of don't really like we know, but there's still like things that a lot of people still need to do more research on, especially, and including myself as well, but I do believe more or less that I am comfortable more saying, like, I am black, Afro-Latina, like, you know, like, um, and you have the features. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's like no and it's like, it. I'm looking at my skin, you <laughs> right. know, like, and my grandma too, like, my dad, um, they're all, like, a little, like, Derek's color, like, all, mm-hmm. all mixed. My, gra- my grandma from my mom is a little lighter, but, um, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Um, that was a long answer, sorry. No, it's, it's, it's the <laughs> and conversation. I didn't hope I was asking yeah. more questions. I'm like, no. tell me more. <laughs> uh, no, this is the conversation. I love it. Um, for me, uh, Black Pride has... So now it's, it, it's interesting because going back to what you said, Nia, about us just having like such an eclectic group of friends and like us going to the high school that we did go to, mm-hmm. right? Mad diverse. Mad diverse, <laughs> super diverse. I being like being black was not something that I even acknowledged until I got to college Mm. because I feel like being, you know, going to performing art school in the middle of man or on the Upper East Side. Upper Manha- East Side, upper let it be known. Okay. Um, hey, the Upper East Siders. <laughs> XOXO. But like being in that environment and it already being like so many of us mixed with so many other ethnicities, it, I, I never felt like my my blackness was challenged exactly. in that space so because my blackness was not challenged ever um growing up and especially in that environment and during that age where your identity is normally challenged 
we were forced to focus on other things. Like in high school, we legit had majors, right? Right. Oh, you a dance major? Oh, I exactly. So we had <laughs> we had other things that both grouped us and divided mm-hmm. us. Um, just, uh, besides our race, but which uh, other people in other high schools uh, kind of had that like separating factor. But for me, because I never had to defend being black, I also never had to acknowledge being mm-hmm. black. Um, yes. so. Um, Black Pride for me came when I was in college and I started going, oh, you know, like this is like there's 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 a lot of other people Mm -hmm. here. You know what? I'm not in the middle of the city anymore. There are predominantly, you know, like white people in these spaces. So then it became about, you know, then Black Pride went from me acknowledging it to me going okay now how do i celebrate this everywhere i go how do i not diminish my existence within the space how do i how do i take up space everywhere Mm -hmm. i go right so whether that was me going to the movie theaters with my friends and just being me or stepping into professional environments and just being me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um so i in essence i think for me black pride became acknowledging and then uh celebrating everywhere all Mm -hmm. the time no matter what the space was taking up that space and not minimizing myself um and then you know you have this whole you have i have this crossroad or this intersectionality where um you know there's like pride pride right there's like you know where does my queerness exist within all of that you know um because uh, I don't want to say traditionally, but traditionally, when we celebrate pride or and like the pictures of pride and things like that, we only know like the white man's pride, right? Or we 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 don't see a lot of 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 us mm-hmm. in like the advertisements and the marketing or you know like what is our pride story? So when I married this this intersectionality of like you know of of literally black pride. Um, for me, it, it kind of became the same thing. Like first, I had to acknowledge the fact that I was queer, right? Stepping into that life, and then it was okay. Now, how do I celebrate this going everywhere? And for me, it wasn't about like rainbows and all this shit. Like I, you know, like I actually kind of like hate the goddamn rainbow mm-hmm. uh, theme. It's just <laughs> it's too many colors clashing. But. Um, <laughs> You know, how how do I celebrate my queerness everywhere I go? And for me, that became um, expressing myself no matter where I went and not and not code switching, you know what I mean? Mm. Not throwing on the baggy jeans when I was going to see my friend in the projects because uh, that was the thing that might have kept me safe. It was right. like, no, dressing however the fuck I wanted to with dress. My where, <laughs> with my crop top. With my crop top, you know, um, wherever the fuck I wanted to go and literally just existing. So I even do this thing on my social media where it's like I'll have posts of me just laughing or riding a bike or blah, blah, blah. And it'll literally be underneath the category of existing, just existing yes. because those are where my intersectionalities are meet and marry. So No, I love yeah. that because I'm also, because one of the things when you asked me originally, that's why I paused for a second because in some of that, I'm also trying to live a life where I'm not leading with these labels. Like, obviously I'm black, you're not going to be able to right. deny that, mm-hmm. right? But like, I... Remember when people were mad back in the day when O.J. Simpson O.J. Simpson was like, I'm not black, I'm O.J.? Yeah. And, like, I understand the backlash, but the older I get, I'm starting to, like, respect it a little bit more. Yeah. Because it's like, 
I'm more than like my the, sexuality and yes, my race. Yes. And even in the topic of sexuality, like, yeah, I'm straight right now. Right. Like, <laughs> right. You know, so like I don't want to mm-hmm. be put in no box at all. And like I think people should love who they want to love, no matter the color, no matter the sexuality. Um, and so like I really try to I, I, I hate when people say, well, I'm colorblind and da 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 da. I, I do want to try to show up neutrally. Now, I can't hide the fact I'm a black woman. Like, right. that's what I, I have a black woman's soul. Her, yeah. um, but even with her race, with my daughter, race is so a non-thing that raising her has allowed me to be a little bit more flexible. And mm. I realized, like, no, my race isn't the most important thing because she don't lead her life like that. Right. Because she doesn't have to. She just lives in a diverse world. Right. And she's just a nine-year-old little girl just living life. And I'm like, all right, how can I be a 29 29- your old little girl just living my life without these labels yeah. and these attachments. No, I completely agree. Um, to, so Raven said something interesting a couple of years ago also, back when I think she was on The View, mm-hmm. um, when I, I don't know what y'all she... y'all on a first-name basis. Uh, go, okay, okay, period, period. I ain't thinking about that episode. I don't know what she said, but she said something that ticked a lot of people off because, and it was something to do with like her, I she, I think she said like, I don't identify as like African-American, and right? And I'm one of those people. Yeah, you know, and I went through that period as well, oh, because I feel like I have legit African-American friends, right? I have friends from like over there that are now living here and I consider them legitimately yes. African American, right? Where I consider myself black American, you know? Yes. Um but then also uh Azilia Banks uh, during the interview one time, she said, she was like, I am more than just the boat ride over here. Whew. You know? And and that really stuck with me also. Um and within my identity and not leading with this this the victimhood of our yes. story. You know what I mean? Um so yes. yeah. That. How do you exercise black pride, Adelise? I think I answered You touched it. a yeah, little bit. You were talking about moving with the hips and the <laughs> <laughs> Move my hips okay. Okay, <laughs> yes. Yes. Um yeah, exercising it with um with the, um and your dance and the culture and, I feel and like how everything. you everything um my food. Yeah. Um dance. Yeah. Um yeah, just looking at myself, doing my hair. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, because that's a process, and and I love it actually too. I actually love doing my hair. Um, but yeah, I feel like that. I, that's when I exercise it the most. When I step out, my hair is out. Walking to the train, you mm-hmm. know, just moving. Um, yeah, yeah, skin's glistening. Period. Out here. That part. <laughs> I love it. What about you, Nia? How do you exercise Black Pride? I think I bring most of my like value from the black arena in the corporate space. Yeah, like I work in the corporate space, so I'm usually the only black person, mm. and I feel responsible sometimes for like making a, a a representation of us. And so I try to really make change, like in the sense that I work in apparel, and one of the biggest things that always made me cringe was the color nude. Mm. And I worked for all type of companies, but most recently, last year, um, I was working for a company that makes occasion wear, like bridesmaids, gowns, and stuff. And I was there long enough to be able to raise my hand and be like, 
I think we need to change this, how we're titling this color. Let's make a stance as a fashion company to say, like, why can't we just call it beige? Right. Because nude. Whose nude is that? Whose nude is it? It just yeah. implies yeah. that you're you're just implying that that nude is the default. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I put the illusion mesh on my skin. I was like, this don't work for me. Period. And I was like, just call it what it is. I used to hate nude lipsticks because er- when I worked at Saks, every, I tried on every nude lipstick trying to, because remember there was a point where nude lipstick yep. was a thing. Yeah. Downstairs, Nars, yep. Chanel, like YSL, trying trying to find the and my lips are darker. Mm-hmm. Trying to find the perfect new none. I would look like I did like crack or something. Yeah, it looks ashy. It would look ashy. It yeah. would look like I was looking like Tyro book. book. <laughs> <laughs> and I was tight. I was like, this is not nude. Like, Damn. or I understand this is y'all nude. So right, I, right. I think that's very important. Yeah. So I take little strides like that yes. and just like really try to make stances that make a difference in my world um and i make sure i always show up like you have to dress a certain way in corporate or whatever but i always throw a little something in there i'm gonna have on my jordan ones though i got my blazer on but i got on my ones or i got on my heels but i got on my big bamboo with my name Mm -hmm. in it like i'm gonna do something now i'm not the dashiki wearing type of person but i'm gonna i'm gonna do you gonna know i'm urban at least i love it it's like that one line from. Did you see it in the Heights movie yet? I haven't. Oh, um, no, you haven't seen it yet. Damn. Waiting, I'm waiting. I don't know. There's this one line in there where um the abuela character she talk she she has these napkins from her mother, and um she talks about how the victories are in the little wins because I think uh, um it's her mother did something with those napkins and I can't remember but when her mother was in these like white spaces or whatever, she would have these like cultural, um, you know, napkins with her and just like set them down and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, it's the small victories. It's like the little things that you do to assert your presence. And that's what that reminded me Mm. of. So, yeah. Um, for me, exercising black pride, um, much like Unia, I feel like it's whenever I get to disrupt a space that is not traditionally uh, belonging to us. So even when we walk in here, right? right. I'm not. Yes. I'm not quieting my voice. I'm not. You know, I'm existing. I'm right. doing my thing. Um, yes. When I'm like, from when I'm in the dentist's office, I'm being me. I'm like, oh come on, y'all, we gonna do. It. I'm like, y- y'all extracting tooth number seventeen today. I know that. <laughs> and they be laughing and shit and like, you know what I'm saying? Um, and you know they love me and whatever like that. But it's just being my authentic self in every space yes. that I walk into. I um, like when you said too, like not co-searching. I actually had to learn that because yeah. my, my mom kind of told me like, you know, sometimes you can't talk like certain ways. Which was survival. Yeah, you know? it was survival, you know, her mindset. But then after college and stuff, I was like working at Saks and all that. I was co-switching a little bit and I was like, no, what the heck am I doing? Like I'm yeah. going to be my authentic self yep. and it just worked just as fine. You know? Absolutely. And to you, yeah. like, because my daughter loves James Charles. You mm-hmm. know James Charles, the makeup person? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this? I don't know how to call it, but it's a trend of queerness equaling... Okay. We have... Oh, you know where I'm going with this? <laughs> so we have blackness and mm-hmm. we have queerness that may or may not overlap sometimes. Right. I feel like the new wave white queerness equals black woman persona. Mm, yes, yeah, yes, queen. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm like, saying? And it's like, it's, I love my gays. Mm-hmm. I don't care what color you are. But I have find myself cringing 
over the last five or six years, like, where I'm like, I can see that. Is this? Because that guy Landon Romeo, too, that he be dan like, he be, um, He's very famous. He's on Instagram, and he'd be like dancing. He'd be like, what? What? Drop it like it. It's uh, a little uh. so much. And I'm just like, at first, I like, he's funny, but then I started feeling that a little bit. I was like, is he? <laughs> right. Like, not saying that, you know, not everyone talks like that, but, you know, there's, we know. Yeah, we, we know. know. Like, like, we like know. I think about, and I haven't seen her in years, so forgive me if this is a wrong representation of who you are but i think about girls like barbara from high school barbara cisco where she seems like an authentic white chick yes. that just happens to be white yes she because she was authentic she is authentically in the barbara? she was a drama major <laughs> but like, i didn't major even know anyone was named barbara <laughs> <laughs> no, but barbara barbara was the white chick in high school that was like you was like oh girl your skin is just white but your soul is black exactly like, she got black baby and everything she's even she eat like black baby black she's man in a sorority. she's she's in the black so sorority do, do they get a pass <laughs> yeah. so I, I brought her up as yeah. a like she happens to be white and i accept her because that probably because i watched her naturally genuinely be, be this her. way right but some of these queer you know are non-melanated they, queer friends i'm just like but you from arkansas though. right it's like they're just catching trends yeah it's like yeah, you're not about sure. this life like brett what, what do you think of bretman rock but bretman rock always been like that since he was younger like talking i don't even know like, who that but, is you don't know who's I don't know who that is rock? either. You let me know the rock. <laughs> <laughs> right? Come here, let him Come know. Here, you know him? <laughs> wow, beats me. He, he came from the Filipino. He came from the Philippines. He started on YouTube with him and his sister Odine. Like he, they were OD on each other. Him mm -hmm. and his sister, like Mad Savage. <laughs> and now he's like, he has his own mute, uh, makeup line, his own show on MTV. Like he like he came up yeah um but like he does he'd be like what bitch like come on with me bitch like <laughs> well i mean my thing he calls himself the baddest bitch like uh, that's like his tagline no no okay. idea my thing my thing with it all in general is that they have always stolen from us yes, period you know print. what i mean like they have always stolen the anything print. the pink print you know what i'm saying like they've always stolen some shit from us and slapped some blue eyes and blonde hair <laughs> on it and called it theirs right um so like it it i'm not surprised influence. uh yeah the influence is very strong I, i'm not it doesn't surprise me um i things like that i kind of like i don't want to say i ignore it but it's like it's so not surprising that as you can see, it doesn't even come my way for me. It's like, all right, cur curve, curve, right. next, next, next. Um, yeah, because it, I look at it, it, it's it's like a joke. I look mm -hmm. at it as a joke. It's like, okay, like, you know, because um, I don't even think that, like, let me see. Like, may, maybe maybe in the ballroom scene, um, you know, like uh, like black trans women, um, might have might have done like the yes queen thing, but I don't. I've never really even heard that from us. You know what I mean? Like mm. like yes queen. Like I didn't hear that shit from us. I heard mm. that shit from like white gay. You know what I'm saying? But like, um, but maybe a variation of it. You know, may, mm. maybe like the like the yeah like the work. Yeah. Like you know yeah. like mm -hmm. we have like you know like stronger tones that they are also trying to adopt. But mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's it's yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. Yeah, because it keeps happening. Last but not least, I want to know. Where and when do you witness Black Pride? Mm. I'll start with you, Nia. Mm. 
where and when do you witness black pride? When and where? So like me seeing someone else? Yeah, it, it, whatever this question means to you, I, I can, I'll go first. Just, uh, you know, I know it's a little bit of a confusing one. But for me, I feel like I witness um, black pride um, during, like, parades. Mm. Um, whenever we are all gathered um, in a situation uh, where somebody has us fucked up, you know, there's normally, like, that general sense of, like, all right, our telepathic thoughts mm-hmm. are like, let us all get on one accord. There's a look. When we can There's just a be look. Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I feel like I also witness um, Black Pride during, you know, of course, during certain holidays like Juneteenth and, mm-hmm. you know, like other things like that. Um, at the family gatherings, I, I witness oh. a lot of Black Pride, you know, like at the cookout, at the mm-hmm. barbecues. Yes. Um, yeah, that that those are the majority of places where uh, where I bear witness to it. Um, I don't want to like honestly not certain neighborhoods. Mm. Like when I work, when I so I'm also Afro Latino. So when I'm walking through certain uh, Latinx neighborhoods, you. you you feel the sense of pride that they have for yes. one another. You know what I mean? Yes. And I don't know if that goes back to what you were saying, yeah, with the fact that, like, we just don't have a flag, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, when you walk through certain Latinx neighborhoods, you see the flags hanging out the windows. Yes. You see them all talking or communicating with one another. You see there's there's this camaraderie, right? Yeah, um, but it's the same thing. Just with no flag. What yeah, I'm saying is I don't certain, witness right, it. Right, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I don't, when I, when I walk through, like, my neighborhoods, I don't feel that. I don't see it. I don't mm-hmm. sense it. And maybe it is because there's no flag, right? But, like, I don't know. And we, we technically do have the red, green, and black flag, but it's not, it doesn't have that same oomph of seeing the Dominican flag or seeing the Puerto Rican flag yeah. hanging, hanging on somebody's window. And in my house... Or a Trinidad and Or a Trini flag, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, in my house, we have the red, black, and green in our house just because I just feel like it's important for mm-hmm. her to see that. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it doesn't have that same punch because it's not a national flag. You make it's it, not, you make it, but, you know? No. Like, I feel like keep rocking that. Keep yeah, no. Bringing, like, you know, make yep. it for... What you want it for her to me, exactly. you know? And yeah. Exactly. Um, I guess for me, I, I'm i more of a nostalgic. Like, I, I look for blackness in, in things that happened in the past. Mm. And so I got into a conversation with someone about a month ago that got really heated. We're the same age. And she said, you know, I just didn't feel like I saw people like me growing up, like on TV and in media. And I just feel like we're our age group more than ever. Like the 90s and the 2000s, like UPN9 was dedicated to us. What is that? Uh, Nickelodeon. (laughs) I saw a meme. I saw a meme that said, like, I missed the Nickelodeon days. I'm weak. Yo, for real. I was like, that's OD. But it was like. Brother, my brother and me, my yes, brother, yes. Taina. Gullah, Gullah, I yeah, 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 yes, yes. Cousin Skeeter. Like, so I felt like we had so much. Um, and like, so when I need to feel like, yeah, I'm black. Mm-hmm. Like, it's 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 more of a, I'm putting on some 90s music. I'm yeah. putting on some like original hip hop. 
Um, so that's where I feel connected. Even um, the 70s and 80s, like, mm-hmm. I definitely feel like a, a Diana Ross, Shaka Khan. Mm. I feel really empowered yes. by those personas. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, I said to myself, like, my goal persona was to be a mixture of Naomi Campbell and Lil' Kim. Oh, <laughs> Girl, yeah, I like, think I'm you, still working on it. I like, think you've met it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Like that was like, I knew I wasn't gonna be all Naomi, and I knew I wasn't gonna be all Kim. But when I saw them too, mm. I was like. I that combination. A, I think that's a good combo. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I can see, I'm like it, looking it at that. Like looking yeah. at it, like, <laughs> thank when you. I saw <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what I missed? <laughs> when you were, you were like. <laughs> <laughs> And then you just hear like uh, <laughs> the switch up, the code. I'm like, cause girls are production. You can't uh, make a noise like she ain't got no sense. <laughs> and if she knew what that meant, I ain't have yeah. to say a word. Yo, I'm tired. But I just haven't seen that side of you. you know? <laughs> Listen, I'll yoke up somebody kids now. Talk about it. I, Talk about it. Um, yeah. I've, I feel like for me, it's, it's very similar to like just um, the music, but I, I don't know why um, when the In the Heights um, shot day came to me the most. Mm. Um, when and where do you finish black, uh, witness Black Pride? I think when we were in that room back there and like all of us in there creating, like when we're creating, like when we're on sets and like creating um, your productions or Skittles or whatever, I feel like that's where I feel the most black pride. Like, because it's like this. It's mm. like, look at all of us, like, melanated, looking yeah. cute, like us, like, you mm. know, just working together and creating these um, pieces. Yeah. Um, out of what? No, no, keep on. Yeah, like, just, like, creating pieces. Like, I love, like, being that outsider, looking and just observing and then be like, yo, like, we all here. Yeah. Working, doing it. <laughs> on that note, you just reminded me, uh, but... It just goes to me, you know, taking up spaces and traditionally, yes. traditionally where we do not hiking. When hiking, we be on yes, those mountains hiking. with our black ass group yes, of people. That's also where and where do you witness the same way I'd be having those outer body like moments to myself, like, yo, we all like this uh, hiking, like all we see is white people. Mm-hmm. Like when we're on this and this all this color, just beautiful color just comes in. 20 and we don't, of us. We don't come two or three. We come the deep. The whole okay. family. So that yeah. is beautiful to witness, too. Like, seeing that is like, oh, what yeah. you thought. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, it's funny because I shed my, um, my, my black pride um, armor the minute I leave the country. Mm. Because I'm not black no more. I'm American. Right, exactly. Yeah. I was going to, but you spoke a little bit about it, but I was going to ask you about that in Mexico. It's like, yeah, like you're American. American. They I don't hear a lot of, because um, I am thinking of like an expat life, hopefully um, sometime next year. But um, I've been reading about like what's the most safest countries mm-hmm. like for black people in Mexico is top. It's mm. top in there in Bali. Um, to, yeah. Um, a lot of black people going to Bali and Mexico. But my friend, she's out there too. I was like, girl, you there too. I have a friend out there yep, too. Yeah. So that's just crazy. Mm. Yeah, no, we get treated real well out there. Wow. There's not, Camille can tell you, there's not a time where we walk down the street and somebody's not like, oh my God, y'all are so beautiful. Aww. We could be on the beach and it's other Mexican folks. Um, but again, they don't. They don't. There's no separation between a white American and a Black American. So just, they do kind of cater to Americans in such a way because we, our tourism dollars help pump the economy. Yeah. Like the particular state that I'm in is all tourism. Right. So you get. I, how can I say this? Because I don't want to. It's not. 
a sense of royalty. I was gonna say you're a, almost like you're almost like royalty like, or like for celebrity. Better, lack of better word. Yeah. For no, lack of better word. Let me tell you, nobility. Ha- having an American passport, like when you do travel, like you are legit, like top notch. And I'm like, okay. it's I'm like a- crazy. Like when you're in the airport, it's a big and you deal. see like the foreigners or like some and like how. Sometimes it's quicker, I yes. feel like, and I just be feeling bad, and I'm like, ooh. Damn. And I'm a passport shamer, and I don't care. <laughs> you a passport shamer? Listen, <laughs> I will shame a motherfucker for not having a passport. Girl. I don't care. Okay. Not you. No, I know yeah, you're going through other really, things. I know, I know. I think when I did the D, when I did the DR Columbia trip, also Columbia too, I got so many compliments, and like they, they thought I was from there, cause a lot, which I didn't think that because, you know, Seeing Telemundo Univision, the Colombia. Cartagena is nothing but us. Mm, and wow. they were just like, "You sure you're not from here? Mm-hmm. You look like the I was. It was literally like a, a painting. They were like, "You look like that girl." Oh, shit. <laughs> she had like curly hair, and I was like, "I know, that's crazy." I was like, "No, I'm from." He was like, "They just, they really loved, they really loved me there." That's I was like, really, "Wow, really thank funny. you." Um, but. The passport, get into the passport, get your passport. But it's really like, well, I, I, I felt like after the DR Columbia, it felt like, you know, Char, Char, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the yeah. golden ticket. Yes. That's how I was feeling. Mm. And I was like, this is crazy. And it is a golden ticket because it honestly, is. there's, because people think me moving to Mexico, they ask me like, oh my God, what I did you do? Did how did that? you do it? And I'm like, I decided in a matter of hours. Mm-hmm. I, know you I was like, you know what? Let's be out. Mm-hmm. Wow. And like, I didn't even... I left my apartment behind and everything. And my homie came through. And shout out to Travis. Um, my homie came through, packed up all my stuff for me, put it in storage. And we were out. It wasn't even a big decision. Because right. wow. it's like, all right, if I need to go back home, I'll just go back home. That's what, you know, and that's that what I love. I love that's... a doer. I love a doer. <laughs> and you, time and time again, you just do, girl. You just be doing. This bitch be in Egypt the next minute. I'm like, well, God. Damn. <laughs> Cause listen, I I I challenge, especially if you are coming come from a single mother household. Cause I come from a single father household. My dad raised me, mm. and so there was a sense of, and my dad was in the navy. He traveled the whole world, mm. so there was never. You never felt tethered. I never felt tethered ever. There was nothing. I was never told that I couldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. So, like, having that instilled in you as a child, it really makes a difference. Yes, and then. One, and so, but but watching a single parent, father or mother, you realize like, oh, my parent can do anything. Mm-hmm. I can do anything. So now that I've been a single mother since day one, mm-hmm. and I'm like, just the emotional acrobatics I've had to do yeah. and like just live life. I done been kicked out of schools. I done been in custody battles. I'm raising a kid by myself. I work in corporate. I done been in an abusive relationship. Like, everything. I'm like, what's moving to Mexico? Like, right. <laughs> I ain't nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, At least I have control. I can just come back home yeah. if I don't like it. Right. Yeah, I got to speak a little Spanish, you know, and, and we, we're making it work. I love it. Yes, you are. I'm so proud of y'all. Wow. And, I, yeah. and I just want to give this, the last thing. Um, mm-hmm. I love watching your stories oh, and your Instagram you. and just seeing um the relationship with you and your daughter and just like it just you know this just, one I don't want to get emotional it just gets me like it really like you know I I, I know we went to high school together but we not like we're not yep, as close yep. but I just feel like you know we Thank have some you. connections and I just see that and I'm just like I'm just making notes just know that I'm Thank taking you. notes and it, it really just shows me like 
that I can live that life too. Thank you know, you. and that anything is literally possible. Yes. Even is possible. with the baby, like and I feel like for women and being a black woman too is just like they make it seem like it's not, you know, right. and it's just like you show that it is. Yes. <laughs> life did not stop for you. Yes. Listen, it, if anything it picked up. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it was like, oh shit, I got somebody who needs me to be on my shit. Yeah. Right. So it's like, all right, I'm gonna be all the way on my well, shit. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one over here talking about, oh, this this smells like the soap and capri. I'm like, <laughs> yes, she literally <laughs> That's what she said. That's she, she, she was like, oh she was like, this smells like the soap and capri. Yes. I said, oh. That's what I mean. My daughter my daughter oh. son is gonna be saying the same thing. And she, and she wasn't even trying to she was she wasn't. She wasn't. Natural, honey. Effortless, <laughs> effortless bougie. Come on. Come on. You can't connect She didn't say Europe. She was specific with the city we was okay. in. Okay. Talk about it. Well, that brings us to the end of yes. our episode. That was so beautiful. Um, You can find us at The New York Dose anywhere and everywhere. You can find me at DJSJ614 on Instagram and Twitter and Clubhouse. You can find me at Adeloso09 on the gram at Adeloso on Twitter and the snap. And you can find me Nia Fields underscore. Remember that underscore because there's another whole Nia Imani Fields out there. Oh, shit. But she's a doctor from Brooklyn, so she holding it down. Like, I <laughs> but Nia Fields underscore you can find me there I love it this episode was produced by the board of the New York Dose hosted by the Carbon Dioxide Network our audio engineer and editor is me photos YouTube footage and social media coverage for this episode were captured by Adeloso myself and hey, Camille. Camille thank you very much <laughs> uh, shout out to the rest of the New York Dose team Hassan Gina Teak Jilu Travis Lenny Genio and Hany Elise um, don't ever forget to stay dope. Stay dope. And stay New York. It's, it's the, the New, New York, York Dose, baby. What's good, everybody? What's good, everybody? Welcome to the New York Dose. Let's party. What's good, everybody? What's good, everybody? What's good, everybody? Welcome to the New York Dose. Let's party. What's good, everybody? What's good, everybody? What's good, everybody? Welcome to the New York Dose. Let's party. What I say? Feeling like a New York day. Pump it to this beat, walking to the subway and spreading mad love. It's the Brooklyn way. Prospect Park. Don't get caught after dark. Yes, this train running to Saratoga. You'll be fine if you do what I told you. Brownsville never ran, never will. Brownsville, yes, still here still. What's good? Pop off on my pill. And if you need a dose, then tune in and chill.